Hello, my name is Farah Voltaire. Welcome to the Butterfly Diaries podcast, where with every episode, you can come closer to unraveling the best version of yourself with fun, dynamic conversation. Let's go on this journey together. Right, welcome back. We are back, y'all, with another episode of the Butterfly Diaries podcast. This is episode two, season two. Um, so I'm here with Richard and Ray. Um, unfortunately, Sonia was not able to be with us here today, but she'll be on the next one. So today, I'm sorry, you guys. We were just cracking up and laughing really hard <laughs> before recording. Um, but you know, we just want to, you know, God has been just so good, and we're we're happy to be here, healthy hydrated and doing i'm not hydrated i lie i need water but <laughs> show that right there he's hydrated <laughs> healthy hydrated and just blessed blessed overall um so i do want i have no outline for the episode today i usually write out um an outline and i'm really really organized but today we're just doing nothing <laughs> that going on. i look down for one second and they're dying laughing before we started recording um, I'm eating this bag of trail mix and I knew, I know at some point they're going to start eating with me. So I just look over and I go, y'all want some trail mix? And they just <laughs> keep cracking up. So as far as talking, I look over at Richard and I just slide the bag ever so slightly oh and he God. already knows. Oh, what's trail mix? <laughs> oh, great. That's great. That's great. So last week, um, just to, just to go back, if you haven't heard the episode, um, it's up on all podcast platforms. It's on YouTube. Um, but basically, I spoke about. Um, so um, I spoke about healing, my personal healing journey, and the things I'm doing in order to heal, and pretty much prayer and implementing prayer in your life and everything like that. Um, but if you didn't see that episode, I do suggest you going to go watch that episode and listen to that episode before you jump on this one because we're going to touch on some points there. Um, but. Definitely go back and watch that. Like, share, and subscribe on all social media platforms. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> um, for both, I guess I'll just use the same kind of points that I used in the last one and ask you guys, how did your year start? How, how, because it's now, it's now January 31st. So how, how did your year begin so far? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll okay. Go first. <laughs> so my year started off with a lot of soul searching. Mm -hmm. And I need to find out who I am. I need to find out what I need to be doing because that's going to magnify for the rest of this year. And this year, I don't know why, but I feel like this year is the year that you need to get with it <laughs> go home mm -hmm. because... I, I don't know. We've been through such a tough time, 2020. All of us have. But this is the year to bounce back. Everything that you used to do, you know, it's time to continue to to grind on it. Everything that you gave up on, everything that you stopped, it's time to start it over again mm -hmm. and um, really push for it. Because I don't, I just don't, I don't know why I feel like this, but I feel like this is the year to do it. This is the year to do it. But my year started off as get with it or go home. Get with it and go home. My primary right now, I have six months to get right, and that's with the gym. Get with it or go home. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Ray? Ooh, so 
my year started off in a place where I thought I was really secure and then things just kind of like, <laughs> things just kind of just, you know, um, but I'm still grateful for the life that I'm living. You know, I'm literally living my dream right now. I can't complain this year. I'm going to apply to my dream college. So hopefully I'll get in. It's just a lot of it is learning to balance, I guess, because last year I kind of only wanted to have fun and not really take anything too seriously. And this year it started off the opposite way where now I'm taking five college classes and I started off taking everything too seriously when I forgot to, you know, be human and have fun for a bit. Yes. So yes. just just trying to be balanced. Awesome. Awesome. So like trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all want some? So um, I'm not gonna be able to see trail mix the same after this episode. <laughs> I'm like oh, trail mix. Um so um there I mean I feel like this year I'm like there's so much happening right now that I'm just like so I'm I think I'm more aware of one my emotions two how they affect others and myself. Um, and then also just like I said in the last episode, dealing with past trauma and really just identifying it, really just identifying it and um, paying attention to it and everything like that. So that way I can heal from it, move forward and grow from it. Um, I think that it's crazy because ever since I I posted the episode, um, like it's been, it's there are things that are just other people it's not me, it's other people. And they're like, hey, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Um, can you pray with me? Can you help me with this? And I'm just like, whoa, like I'm working on my healing journey, but I think God is allowing me to to be a sensitive right now in that season so that I can help other people because I'm feeling the same thing. And that pray with you, for example. Um, so it, it's just the same thing, you know. I feel like 2021 is gonna be a year of growth. What is it? What did I say? Glow growing. Glowing and growing and um and and and, and establishing trail and trail mix <laughs> and establishing you know what that is such I'm gonna title this whole podcast trail mix trail by the way mix. people um but you know that's a good that's a good way to look at it though it's like a mixture of different things you got, so, you got your raisins your yeah peanuts. you got your raisins your peanuts your M Ms you know sunflower seeds some sunflowers you know every little piece you know you're healing you got your your you have a business plan your business you have a little bit of everything in this trail mix of life and we're just trying to dig through it you know pick up the things that we like because i don't like too much stuff in trail mix so <laughs> so you know you just pick up the things that you like and, and focus and keep your eye trained on it um so we're gonna just move on to the <laughs> to ray's corner over here with his breakthrough moment and i did mention this briefly <laughs> last week <laughs> I did mention this briefly in the last podcast that we were going to have these wonderful breakthrough moments hosted by Ray. Um, so, Ray, go ahead. Ooh, it's a okay. breakthrough moment. Okay. So, <laughs> um, part of the reason why this year started off kind of hard for me was because God has really taken certain people that I thought were really important out of my life. And I realized, like, it wasn't a healthy thing. A lot of it came from my part because I realized that I I changed too much and I conform too much to other people to make them happy when they don't do the same for me. So that reminded me of this episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that I watched. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is one of my favorite shows ever. If Have you ever seen it? No. 
It's great. It's about five of the worst people you can imagine <laughs> that own a bar in South Philly. It's great. It's hilarious. Wow. Right. It's great. Um, so there's this one episode where you have Charlie. Charlie's my favorite character. He's like the quote unquote dumb character. Like he can't read. He drinks paint. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, there's yes. a lot. He drinks paint. He, he, he drinks paint. Paint. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> paint. Anyways, paint. Yeah. <laughs> But um, then there's the other character. Everybody bullies her all the time. Her name's D, and they always say that she looks like a bird, and they're just always making fun of her. It's it's really funny. It's really funny. So, anyways, they get sick of it of getting the worst from everybody else. So they kind of do their own thing, and they're at this diner, and all of a sudden they're talking about, well, now that everybody's not here and we don't have all this pressure, like, what do you want to do? And then she asks Charlie, Charlie, what do you want to do? He's like. I want to order a chicken sandwich, but I want to eat the beak last. <laughs> so the beak? The beak. But no, here's the thing. Of the chicken. Of the chicken. The beak? So then Can she's like, <laughs> so then Dee looks at him, the same reaction you just had. She was just like, okay, but how about this? You don't have to eat the beak at all. And then the waitress comes over and she's like, what, what can I get you guys? And <laughs> He looks over and he's like trying to hold it in, but he screams out, <laughs> "Beak!" And then she's like, "No, no, no, no! Just get him a chicken sandwich." So in this in this scenario, right? In this scenario, the people that he's around always make him eat a chicken beak with every chicken sandwich he orders. Like in his brain, it's not even a possibility not to eat the beak because of how conditioned he is at that point, right? Which is crazy. And then it hit me. I was just like, "Yo, I have been eating the beak for so long." <laughs> Yeah, and it's so it's a deep keep going with it, the like I've been I've a, been metaphorically it's a literal breakthrough moment. Right. I've been metaphorically eating the beak for so long. Like I put myself in his shoes a lot because I'm just like, wow, like, you know, he did this awful thing that literally nobody would think of over and over again just to quote unquote make the other people happy or to like entertain them or whatever. And they don't care about him at all. So that really struck a chord with me when I was just like I've been eating beak and I should stop. <laughs> wow. So go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. The beak. The beak. <laughs> the beak. Isn't that like yeah. yes, and stuff? It's, really, like, it's a hard thing if you can barely eat it. That's that's what that's what made that so I mean they did it in a comical way, but the fact that imagine eating the beak of a bird, like it's hard. Yeah, it's not. You can't eat it. You That's can't. disgusting. So, Beat so the swallow. To, exactly. So for you to go through that excruciating pain over, like, over and over in his brain to please. It's in his brain. People, it's not even a possibility not, not to, to eat it at it. that point. He has to have it. He conditioned himself to please. He literally other said. People. He literally said. I'd rather eat the beak last. Not even I'd rather not eat the beak. I'd rather eat it last if I had to. Like that's literally what he said. If he has episode. a choice. That's because without he just can't have it. And he, he said, has to have it. And his mm. he said, Oh yeah, Frank always makes me eat the beak first. Always. And this is the paint guy, right? <laughs> yeah. This is that's Charlie. Fun fact, I named one of my ferrets after Charlie. Oh jeez. He's my so, favorite character. When I I'm sorry, yes. When I look at um when I heard him when he told me this breaking moment because we were talking on the phone, I'm like, wait, I'm like, yo, this is crazy because you know how many people actually sit there and they eat beak and they try to, you know, 
please other people they try to you know make other people like them they they go through hell and high water i mean people will buy the most expensive clothes knowing they don't have that money to go buy that outfit and they'll still go buy it just to go prove to people like oh i got you know i look like i have money knowing dang well you don't have no gas money to put in your car but you went and spent a hundred dollars on a t-shirt because you wanted to show off and put like for what you know what i'm saying so like from that breakthrough moment i felt like wow i really need to evaluate the things that i'm doing and how am i going how i'm going about doing them so that i'm not necessarily eating the beak and trying to show off and do things that that I shouldn't be doing um in order for people to like me or people to be around me i should just be authentically bearable there and that's it um but that that was what i got from the breakthrough moment and that was i feel like that was so awesome um so if you if you have any um if you have any comments to, to add to that please comment because i would love to hear your side from what you drove uh, drew from eating the beak but that that was insane that's listen crazy. don't don't be around people that are gonna make you eat the beak, you know? Yeah, that's it, period. Period. You, you deserve so much more than that, like, that's that's it. Listen, there's so many better parts to the chicken. Oh, uh, yes, there's so <laughs> many, like, so many better parts. Literally like, every other part. Every other part. <laughs> <laughs> every other part. Don't people eat chicken feet? People Ooh. eat chicken feet, yeah. Even that's better than the beak. Like, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. God. They don't even sell the beak in stores. They don't. This is how impossible. Like, how? How did they have to fry it? No. It just it's, it's just like sushi. Beak. It just come out rare. <laughs> there you go. It's well, free. Some boiled beak. <laughs> boiled beak. Like, how is that even? And How I wonder, like, I wonder what diners they go to where every time they go there, they have chicken beaks. Oh my god, that's like that's the craziest. It's crazy. I don't know. I would never understand. I wouldn't. But um, you know, I would never eat beef, man. With, with especially with trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right. You gotta wash it down with a little water. <laughs> yeah, a little water. All right. So moving on to the next thing. Um, so unfortunately, Sonia's not here, and I really wanted her to present this part of it. But next time, she will do it for us. Um, but she is going to be the person that is in charge of the poll question. So Sonia wrote a poll. Um, when was the last time you paid attention to yourself, and what did you realize in that moment? And um, we had people responding in the comments. We got we got one response, but it's okay. <laughs> Bobby says every single day every single day this may sound weird but god has lately been showing me situations before they happen so that i may respond to to them in the correct way sometimes in the moment i re i may realize that hey this is what god showed me earlier and then i know how to react and sometimes i miss the mark altogether but every day i pay attention to what i do done and did in that very moment and I love that answer. I, I I was like, that's the only I like that. I don't want no other answer because that was such a very um well-rounded answer. So Bobby, thank you so much for responding and thank you for being a part of that poll question. And Sonia, thank you so much for asking that. Um uh someone we personally know was like, I realize how stubborn I can be um and have concluded that I won't marry myself. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. He's married. <laughs> so that was just, I was like, oh, wow, that was funny. But um, how do you, so do you want me to repeat the question? Um, 
How do you guys? You want me to repeat it? Yeah, repeat it. Repeat okay, it. so the question is, when was the last time you paid attention to yourself, and what did you realize in that moment? Okay, so a uh, little quick story. Um, I just recently got out of a relationship, and the cause of that was because I was spending so much time trying to eat the beak, please other people before the most important person them that I look at in the mirror every day. So I decided to just take some time. And if y'all don't have the and game, y'all need to get the and Very game. Good. And um, sponsors, but. <laughs> it has different different um, categories, but the one that I was using was self. So I decided to read a couple cards. I'll do 15 a day and I'll just write down my answers and reevaluate them to make sure that they are true to me. Because I don't want someone to, no That's one nice. should be reading them anyway. But. I wrote and no down, one should be eating beak either. It, no, no one should be eating beak either. But I wrote them down. Um, I answered the questions as honestly as I possibly can, and I lived with it. Crumpled up the paper and threw it away because no one needs to see that but me. But it, yes, self self work is the best work. Okay. Mm. So how about you, Ray? Um, when was the last time you paid attention to yourself, and what did you realize in that moment? I think it started, well, I've had other moments, but the more recently, but the one that was really significant was when I realized that God was taking these people out of my life. And then I realized like, dang, like, you know, it was that same kind of feeling where it's like, I'm not taking care of myself and I'm letting go of a lot of my needs and I'm getting, you know, I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm getting hurt by it. So I need to stop that. That was one. That was the significant one. Because I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of that movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not gonna cry. It's gonna hold it all together here. Um, <laughs> I'm such a crybaby. <laughs> but uh, but I'm a G. Period. Like, don't play with me. F money. <laughs> Code switch like that. Okay, no play. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> but when was the last time I paid attention to myself? So, um, I think the last time I paid attention to myself. <laughs> was recently um and i think that it had to do with okay my mom okay if if you follow me on facebook if you're like a close family friend or if you even if you follow me anywhere you you've seen one or two of my posts about my mom and her phone calls um <laughs> so she'll call me from like my mom stays in haiti she doesn't she doesn't come back she loves Haiti. She doesn't want to come back here. Um, don't blame her. Um, but she uh, called me and she was like, oh, um, any news update? And I'm like, mom. So when she calls and she says that, it's because she's trying to see if I'm dating. So <laughs> she's like, any news update? And I'm like, mom, I don't, I'm not dating yet. No, like I'm not, we're not doing that right now. She's like, well, I need grandbabies. Like, I don't know what you're talking I'm like, mom, you know how many grandbabies do you have? I have. I have over eight nieces and nephews, okay? And I'm like, you have princess too, okay? That's your grandbaby at the moment. And she's like, I didn't birth four legs. I birthed two legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, mom, you know what? When it happens, it happens. So every time she calls me, she calls me early in the morning, every Monday morning, so I'm going to get one tomorrow. Any news update? She knows it's coming. <laughs> yeah, any news update? And I'm like, mom, you know what? Leave me alone. But um, after one particular call, she called me. She's like, well, you know, I know that you, she's like, I know I did too much of a good job raising you because you're actually taking your time to pay attention <laughs> to date people. You're not just dating just anyone. So she's like, I know I did too much of a good job raising you, but I just don't want you to be like alone and stuff like that. I just really care about you. And I think what I realized in that moment was that, um, you know, 
I'm, I'm kind of grateful for the experiences that I have experienced in my life and the, um, the privilege that I have of seeing my older siblings um, go through what they went through in relationships, um, seeing what my mom went through in relationships and seeing other people around me, you know, go through what they went through in a relationship. That way I can learn and I can grow um, from, i not sorry, not to say it, but from y'all mistakes. <laughs> um, but from y'all mistakes and, and to see kind of like both sides of the story and everything like that. So I realized in that moment that I'm more blessed to have been, um, okay. I am more blessed to have been, um, been able to experience that. Um, and yeah, mom, soon. Okay, mom, I promise soon. Just not right now. Your girl's working. You should be proud of me. I'm just like, you. I'm a boss. So, you know, soon, you know, yeah, I'm a boss right now. So I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to boss up. I'm trying to be, you know, an entrepreneur here, mom, just for you. So I love you though. Love you. And they're all talking. Love you. She's going to be like, oh, why? You know, this, oh, too, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, by the way. They're my friends. By the way, you only said two words. You said, oh, oh, and we and immediately knew. And I was like, no. She's going to be like, oh, yeah, oh. And I'm like, mom, said <laughs> it, all right? But um, let's <laughs> move on. So Richard brought. um, Your face. Richard brought. Yeah, <laughs> Richard brought, um, we were just talking about the end cards and sponsors. Um. <laughs> and this unnamed brand of trailers. <laughs> unnamed. <laughs> but but you can tell um, you can tell which one it is. <laughs> um, but the end. Uh, we are not sponsored, guys. We're not sponsored by the end, unfortunately. But we would love to be sponsored by you guys um, because we do love your cards and we play them and we're going to play them more often on the show. A lot of the, he, as he's modeling them for you clearly here on the on this side. He's <laughs> I love Richard's faces. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> like this, Richard. You gotta go like this. Look. He looks like he looks like one of those models on like a game show. Yes. <laughs> it's just twenty nine ninety five. Plus shipping and handling. Plus shipping and handling. The end. Stranger edition. So we're gonna play. Yes, we're gonna play the Strangers edition. And the Strangers edition. So me and me and Richard played this before. And it, I've never played this, by the way. I don't yes, know what. So, Ray, this is your happen. first time, but we played this before. We played the other one. What was it? Friends. Now, the Friends edition. Um, you gotta be connected with this person like years. You gotta know this. Yeah, person. you like yeah. deep because those questions they, they did ask, like. They, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like, bro, we ain't there yet, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we got years to go before we can even like, answer these types of questions. They dig deep. So, um, but the Strangers edition though was perfect. Um, so we played that, and I feel like we learned a lot about each other and like um basically ourselves at the same time by while playing so we do i do recommend that you get the end cards for yourself and you play with your family play play it with um friends you know just and and, and he has a strangers edition and so richard what do you do with your cards you just told me when i was like you got your cards so i got <laughs> he's like what are you talking about so when i get anything new i have to look at it to just just admire it that it's mine but when i got these cards i could not wait <laughs> to open up that package and i opened up all of them and just sat there and looked at them then i opened the plastic up and then read a couple of them but i didn't want to get too into it 
so I know what you know I'm playing. But I keep this in my car though. Strangers edition. You never know who you're gonna meet. <laughs> yeah, so um, but he also was telling me basically that um he yeah, so you keep them in your car. There you go. He says he keeps them in the car and then he goes just in case he meets a stranger on the street or like has a conversation, like, yo, let's play these card games real quick. So that's also a cool thing about it. But once again, the end, we love you guys. Um sponsor us if you could. Um, because we did you love you. We love you, the end. I'm gonna have my nephew just put something right there, like a Love we love you more than we love my beautiful painting in the yeah. background. Yeah, but yeah, oh. yeah. Shout out to this wonderful painting, y'all. This painting yeah. is, dope. is dope. It's dope. It's looking dope. dope. Um, so we're gonna start playing. Um, give me one second here. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and start playing. Um, ah, I did it again. Ah. <laughs> you saw like. I can't I keep trying to look. It's like Uno cards. You she know, you pick them up. Champion. <laughs> right, you sound like, like Kanye and French Montana. <laughs> so, um, we're going to go ahead and play the end cards. For those of you guys who are listening on the podcast, like if you listen to it, um, I was going to say visually, but if you listen to it like <laughs> um, with your ears <laughs> and you're not watching the video, um, we're going to try our best to verbalize exactly what we're doing and how we're going about doing it so that way you guys can still enjoy this experience with us, okay? So we're playing the and cards, Strangers Edition, okay? So we're going to go, I guess we'll start, how, how do you want to start? You can start from left to right. Left to right, okay. So we'll start with Richard first, okay. Richard, okay. First Wait, question. Do you have to answer these questions yourself? Or I don't or? have to answer. It, it depends okay. on the question. Okay. Yeah. It says, uh, what do you think people remember about me? Do you want the most obvious answer? What do you think people remember about you? They said me. Me, so you. Yeah. Okay, so what do we think people remember about you? Yeah. Do you want the obvious answer? The fact that you play basketball. Ball I was going to say, basketball. Like, that's that. what everybody remembers is the basketball. I was just going to say that. All right, my turn. What is your greatest strength and biggest weakness? How are they? <laughs> Me and Richard, they we both deep. we both grab our chest <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so, what is your greatest strength and biggest weakness? How are they related? Who but, wants to go first? But ooh, wait, how deep do you guys want me to go? It's As a, deep. A, this a is deep. meant to go deep. All right, so deep. I'll start off with my weakness. Um, <laughs> my weakness is a certain type of female. <laughs> that not I Sabrina won't, Claudia. Not, yeah, I, <laughs> I won't. I won't go into details about <laughs> Sabrina. We love you. Without makeup, though. Well, oh my god. <laughs> Sabrina, I love your music. You're you beautiful, baby. You're beautiful, baby. But, but my weakness is a certain type of female. <laughs> I won't go into what that means specifically. But um, the reason why it's my biggest weakness is because I realize that me as a person, and this ties into my greatest strength, me as a person... I'm a very emotional human being and it it helps and it hinders me a lot because 
the, it helps me because I can empathize really, really well with people. I'm very compassionate. I do so much like I go to the extreme with this, but I do so much for others just because I'm just a genuinely caring person. Um, and that weakness stems from me just wanting to connect with people the same way that I try to connect with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. So your greatest strength and your greatest weakness is that you're empathetic and loving and, and booby bear. That's what it is. Yeah. So I saw him, guys, I'm so sorry. Can I say that on, like, is it okay? I already did, low key. So um, <laughs> I'm just gonna continue. Uh, so I call him booby bear because he's such a big bear. Like, he's a big teddy bear. So when I talk to him, I'm like, I love you, booby. I'm like, oh, I love you too. Look at Lucy, he's a booby bear. So yeah, he's not booby bear. Um, but go ahead. Okay, what is your greatest strength Wait, I'm supposed to ask the next one, bro. And biggest. Oh. oh no, who's your answer? Oh, your answer. My bad. My bad. My bad, bro. Okay, I'm oh. sorry, I'm sorry right, what, bro. What is your greatest strength and biggest weakness? How are they related? So, my strength is I'm like I'm always open. I'm always available to help people with what they're going through, and um, that hinders me because when it's my turn to express myself, I don't get that same energy back so um my greatest strength is being able to be there for people but my greatest weakness is expecting what i give back oh so oh it say go deep so i gotta oh that's oh i have to go deep oh that's deep 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 I oh felt that in my so, i felt the two i had to breathe <laughs> oh that was heavy wow Wow. Okay. So, what is it? Let me see. I guess I have the answer too. Do I have the answer? No. It was no. Your, I was that asked. was you. Yes. Okay. All right. That's your question. You'll be back. <laughs> I like this one. Describe a moment that changed your life. Oh, a moment that changed my life. Um, I think is when I decided to. I I, I just uh, speak of the obvious. Uh, when I decided to follow Jesus for myself. Um, that was that it was the greatest moment right of your life of my life describe it's a moment that changed your life a moment that changed my life oh a moment that changed my life um I'm trying to think she's thinking a moment that changed my life I'm deeply <laughs> profound um trail mix <laughs> <laughs> Um, a moment that changed my life, Wait. I think, had to be. Speak. <laughs> You're having too much fun with this mic. Um, so a moment that changed my life, basically, I think it had to, it has to be when I realized that Jesus died for me, like He died for me, and I think when that became a real thought in my mind, I was like, "Yo, like, yo, Loki, like this was a human being who was in flesh." He felt those hit, like he felt those, not only did he die, he got beat. And then he had to carry like a freaking, have you ever carried a wooden wood, like a two by four? Like picture that on your like a two by four, he had to carry it. And, but all of that, knowing that he knew beforehand that that was gonna happen. One, number two, God told him and he still said yes. Number three, he died with us in mind. And when I realized that Jesus actually like did that for me like there's my mom wouldn't do that i'm not gonna flex my mom wouldn't do that for me you know what i'm saying i wouldn't do that for anyone so let alone get beat and let your like your insides you know hang out and like the just all of that that he went through getting your nails 
you know, your hand nailed to a cross and your feet nailed. All of that, just picturing that and um, actually realizing, because you hear about it, you know, they go, oh, Jesus died for you, Jesus died for our sins. But when you really think about, wow, he really died for me, that was the moment that changed my life. Because once I realized that and I really grasped that moment for myself, I really accepted him. That's when I really accepted him as my personal Lord and Savior. That's when I really let him into my life. Personally, I experienced him for myself. Um, and not just because everybody else was telling me to, but because because of that moment. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was good. It. That was good. That was good. Not a lot of people experience that. Yeah. That that feeling of change. Um what was the question again? Describe a moment that changed your life. Okay, so I'm gonna get deep again. <laughs> breathe. Um, it's okay. Just I, breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. So it's all um, about healing stuff. It's all about healing, which that has a, and has an addition of healing as well. Sponsor us. Sponsor We're us. helping y'all out, out for real. We got you. We got you. Helping y'all. We got you. So, yeah. so it was a the point when my life changed. Um, growing up, it was this this um, guy stayed out in the street from us. His name was Chris, and uh, he taught me how to play football. Football is my first sport, everybody. So, woo, don't be so, too surprised, but. Football was my first sport, but when I'm he surprised. dies, I did what? Not, I did not know. Oh that. my gosh! Yeah. See, get the end. It lets you know. Wow, that was my first time. Let you know. Strangers edition, because basically we like that was crazy. I didn't know that. Football was my first sport. Oh wow! And he taught me how to play football. He taught me how to be a wide receiver and a running back, just in case. And he died. Um, wow. Left it left a void in my heart. And then after he died. Um, I lost uh, another friend of mine. Um, he went to school with me, but we weren't close. But you, you know that person that you see and you know of, and then they just gone. Mm-hmm. I, I know I seen them, but now I can't see them no more. And then um, my grandma passed, and um, my my dad is uh, currently going through a lot as well. But losing people is what changed my life because you. It's people, people are, people are here and you just never know when their time is up. So cherish those people because when they're gone, they're gone and you can't give them back. Damn. (laughs) She tried to get me. She tried to get me. She tried to get me. Yo, I didn't. She tried to get me. Yo, I heard back up too, like a vacuum. I heard it off camera. It was the chime, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Silence all phones from now on. No way. Come on, dude. Come on, got me. This close. I heard I heard off air that Mara was trying to make Richard cry, and I didn't believe it until I saw it. We throwing this card away. That's done. Y'all. This clothes. This cl- and I'm gonna have a counter. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? Me. I'm gonna have a counter on these videos. <laughs> and every time he almost is gonna cry, we're gonna put a counter on there. <laughs> almost, man, damn. She almost got me. Oh man. That that tear. Look, for the people that's listening right now, that tear duck sucked so fast oh, back in my- It was the chime on the phone. And it I heard the chime. And if I heard it. Phone, say, then it goes ding. 
Richard would have cried and I would have gotten that crap on my phone. You not, saw me pull it out. It's not meant for oh, you to cry yet. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's not meant for me to cry it's yet. It's gonna happen. It's but a goal. More to the story. <laughs> Losing people changed my life to, to cherish everybody in life. <laughs> so close. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> what is your biggest hope for your future? Oh wow. Are you gonna do that? Okay. Uh, I, can go first. <laughs> I mean, is it like my wildest dreams or is it like realistic just, just what you what you hope Your for biggest hope. what you hope for the biggest one you got Ooh, okay so um you guys both know that i'm going to school for music and everything what i'm doing in school is i'm majoring and trying to be a teacher and i'd love to teach a college class um, for music but i know deep in my heart what i love to do is play music right <laughs> It's okay. Just just breathe. Okay. <laughs> now you're the one that needs to heal. Trail mix. I need to recover. <laughs> Makeup. Oh god, you know what? Like, I got this mic. Y'all don't do this at the studio. And y'all literally have the mic in your ah. face. Go ahead. <laughs> But okay, so what I love to do really is just to play music. Um, I just love it. It's an incredible feeling. It's like, I don't know, like imagine shooting like a cross court shot every time. Like that's what it feels like for me every time I play. So wow. like shooting and making it like, that's what it feels like for me. It's great. Wow, wow. So I would love to be able to do what a lot of people that I admire and look up to have done where they go around the world playing music and seeing different countries and touring. Like I did a little bit of that when I marched drum corps. Um, we went around to different states, but never anywhere out of the country. So I would love to do that and also and also teach. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just studying to teach just because like I actually do want to teach, but that's the part of it that I would love to have it, you know? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I feel that. Sounds good. Feel that. Um, my what was it big hope? Yeah. What is your biggest hope my for biggest, your future? Oh, for my future, my big hope for my future is to to see the, my legacy. I want to I want to see my legacy. I want to see like the seeds that I planted in people. I want to see them like grow into like trees, and I want to be there. Like I want to be there. I want to see it. So my biggest hope for the future is that every seed I planted, I want to see them grow. And I feel like that's a part of my legacy. But it's I'm that, I'm making it sound like it's me, but it's like really what God has placed because what God placed in me, I didn't realize was there until you know my adult life. And then I real once I realized it was there, I started to plant seeds in other people because I'm like, if I can, if, if no one helped me, God helped me. But if I can help others, you know what I mean. I feel like that's my way of giving back to God in a way because of, you know if it makes any sense. So my biggest hope for me is to see my legacy. That does make sense. Well, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Because I don't sound crazy. And don't be and don't be don't be upset or or think that you gotta go and get cleansed to come to God. You can come to God just how you are. Just yeah. how you are. Because once He fix you, He's gonna fix you. That's it's permanent. That's and me. it just it sat on me heavy when she said what she said because mm -hmm. so many people think they gotta get clean to come to Jesus, mm -hmm. but you don't. You no. don't come as you are. Come as you are. And He'll work with this stuff together with you because his desires is nothing but good and when he makes you want what you what he wants then it's nothing but good his yeah. desires will become your desires there we go. and everything that he has for your life is good Preach. so 
do not be afraid to come take everything that you have and just bring it on to him. That's it right there. Because That's the it's whole word. no one's perfect when they come to God. Mm -hmm. But we're all progressing. That's Amen. it. You gotta keep pushing. Michael Todd. Shout out to Mike Todd for that, man. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think every single one of us came to Christ just as we are. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's been rocking with us ever since. And I, I the, the reason why I did this podcast is so that people can hear a different type of dynamic because you hear the Christian dynamic and you hear people speaking about God. And it's always that one way, that one like, like layout of Christianity. And like we're stuck in this little box. But at the same time, we're human. <laughs> so we have feelings, we have emotions. Um, and in the Bible, it says we are made in his image and in his likeness. So we have his emotions. We have his feelings. The same way we get sad, God gets sad. The same way we get upset, God gets upset. The same way, you know, God loves. Well, not the same way God loves, but we can't love like God. That's one thing. Because um, he loves us um, despite of our own faults. And own he flaws. is love. And he is love. And he loves us regardless of who we are. But, but the way he feels... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's deep. The way he feels about us, you know, and the way that he is for us and the way we feel so strongly about certain things, you know, we need to realize that those emotions are valid and that we, we can feel them, but we just can't stay there. And I think that was the, the reason why I started this podcast was so that people could heal and move forward. And not only that, so that y'all can hear real conversation from real Christian people who are going through real life. So thank you, Richard, for that. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, um, anytime. Next question was it me? Yeah, yep. it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this question. If we went to high school together, would we have been friends? Wait, real quick. How funny would it be if on one of these cards it said, "Y'all want some trail mix"? <laughs> 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 if we went, to, <laughs> if we went to high school together, would we have been friends? Why or why not? I mean, I met you when I was in high school, so you we did, became right? friends. Yeah. I don't think we would have been friends though if I went to high school too. Probably not. Heck I no. mean, because I. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because. No, I don't think no. so. Nope. I don't think so. Because, because, like, I think about where I was in high school and I'm just like, ugh. You know? Yeah, yeah like, like, no. But we, we had a conversation. We you, was, about you was with one of the jocks though, and I'm a jock. So, I mean, it would have been like, I see her. I, but we would have been in the same circle, but we wouldn't have been friends. Acknowledgement. That's it it. would have been like, oh, hey, what's up, Richard? That's it. Hey, that is it. It would have been like, we would have been cool, yeah. but we didn't have been like this, like friends. Yeah, like, no. I, I wasn't this open in high school. Y'all know me. Yeah. If so. we're watching, I know me. In yeah. high school, I was just like, drum, drum, <laughs> drum, drum. So, yeah, see, so you would have been. Because I'm thinking of the high school. I went to Boynton Beach High School for my ninth grade year. And I told you about the school. Like, mm -hmm. high school musical. You know Boynton. Mm -hmm. Boynton High was like freaking high school musical, man. Mm -hmm. um, but um, when uh, I think I think you would have been in the band room. And I would have been um, out in the courtyard acting like a fool. So <laughs> it wouldn't have been the same dynamic. You know what I mean? So um, You catch me at all the football games, though. Yeah, definitely on the, on the field. Like that Ray, play. the best drummer we have. Yeah, best drummer. He's a dope drummer. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wasn't like I because I've been bullied. So I was never a mean person. I was always a wallflower. So I would say that like I was very introverted and a wallflower to myself. So I, I think I wouldn't have the friends with either of you guys. You would have to be very particular to be in my friend group. So particular, particular. That was such a wallflower. So. Yeah. All right, it's my turn. 
That sucks though, right? Y'all don't think about it like that's crazy how we would not have been friends. But hey, I mean, at least we met now and we're friends now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, you know what's funny? We all met at that place. At that place. (laughs) We don't get that place no clout. No. That place. It was the same job, but we all met at that place. I think we all met each other at different times and then we Mm -hmm. all just kind of came together. Yeah. 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 Mm-mm. We don't talk about it. That place was a whole bunch of trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> they make you eat the beak. <laughs> yes. With no, with no makeup. If I were to really know who you are, what would you want me to know about you? Read it again. Okay. If I were to know who you really are, um, what would you want me to know about you? If you knew who I really was, you know who I am. You're Pharaoh. I'm Pharaoh. Um, what do you want to know about me? <laughs> I know you ain't finished more, so. Oh, facts. Throw it, throw in it, throw it shade. Facts. Okay. Um, you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't know. I think that, um, that even though my ways sometimes are aggressive, like earlier before when we we're setting up. <laughs> Even though my ways are aggressive. Richard, I'm, I'm going to get a new production team. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, when we were setting up, I'm a little bit stressed out. But, like, um, it's not that I'm being aggressive on purpose. I promise you, it's just I like things a certain way. And we're already running behind on time. And... Um, but it's all all good. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at y'all at all. I love you guys and I appreciate so you guys so much. So please don't take my man and your mannerisms. Mannerism. Mannerism. She said mannerism. <laughs> I would say <said> manicure. <laughs> so yeah, I'll talk with my nails. Mm. Um, my mannerism mm. in the in a in a bad way. It's all love. Yeah. But I am hiring a new production yeah. team, Richard. That's fine. <laughs> all right so like if, if you were to really know who you are um i would want you to know that i am very understanding like you will never have to doubt like oh man did, did, did he understand what i'm saying i completely understand what you're saying like and if I don't, I seek to understand because that's just who I am. I don't want to leave a conversation knowing that the person think I don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to relate. So I'm I'm very understanding. That's true because he yeah. asks questions. Like if he feels like he doesn't understand something, he doesn't just say yeah, oh wow, oh wow. Like he'll be like yeah. he'll be like wait wait. <laughs> People hit you with that. Oof. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, or like no. a, or like a yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, or like you're explaining something to somebody, and they're like, "Oh, that's crazy." <laughs> oh, I hate it. That's uh, crazy. Wow, I hate it. That's crazy, bro. Like that's crazy. I hate it. Like what? No, like but he'll he'll go deeper. Like he'll be like, "So wait, what? Like why did this happen? Yeah. Like why did that?" So he'll ask questions to get more understanding instead of just keeping the conversation going. Because you know, like, Ray does help. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Ray does yeah, the same, does thing. Do the same mm-hmm. thing. He asks questions, and, they, 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 and I think that made me do the same thing. So when I talk, I'm like, oh, wait, but why? Listen, we're all here to make each other better. That's crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all here to make each other better. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Find your your tribe. That's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) But find your tribe. Find your tribe. tribe. Mm -hmm. Stay nourished. Stay hydrated. (laughs) 
No makeup. <laughs> no makeup. <laughs> Bro, I hope that doesn't make it into the podcast what we were talking about before that. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. I doubt it. I doubt no, it. No, because I wasn't even recording at that time. But go ahead. I it. It says, uh, what's a mistake you've made that affected your life for the better? Ooh. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'm glad that ain't on me. What was the question? Oh, um, what's a mistake you've made that affected your life for the better? A mistake I made that affected my life for the better? Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I went a little deep, deep on this. I yeah. don't know if I want to share that on the podcast yet. yet because that's a story that I have to um, pray about. Mm-hmm. I have to get uh, make sure that God is okay with me sharing that testimony at this time. But um, I can probably use a different mistake. Um, oh, God. What was the question? Because I think I got the answer. Uh, what, what's the mistake you've made that affected your life for the better? Mm, I dated the wrong person. You know, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, we too. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I've dated, I've dated multiple oh. the wrong person. I'm okay. glad this question ain't I hope me. my nephew zooms in my face right here. Because... <laughs> Right there. I did. Oh, <laughs> he said because I'm short. So, but <laughs> if it like seriously, one of the things that um um I I feel like was a, a, a very bad mistake <laughs> was dating the wrong person and um falling for them too soon. Um, I think without really getting the context of that person, really understanding who they are as an individual, and not only that. Get in the context of the people that surround that person, um, people that know of that person, and really listening to what people are saying about that person. Because, uh, yeah, that can save you a lot of heartbreak, <laughs> a lot of pain, a lot of struggle. So I think what, it made me a better person, right? What made it? What made mm-hmm. me a better person? Your life better. Yeah. My life better about it? Uh, yeah, I'm not doing it again. That's what made my life better. I learned from it. I grew from it. And now I know to take my dang on time and to trust the voice of God and to trust voices of the people that are around me and around that person because they know that person you just gotta listen you pay attention because they are telling you some some gems about that person you just gotta really pay attention and pay attention to how people react when they walk in the room and just just things like that to me it's like it's so important like so now i'm so picky ticky i pay attention to every little thing so yeah it made me better in a lot of ways it made me better mentally Spiritually, and just hell, no, we ain't doing that no more. <laughs> <laughs> the code switch. The code switch. <laughs> <Holy Yeah. street. laughs> it just we made me so much better as a person, but hell, no. <laughs> code switch. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Okay. I guess. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna piggyback off of what Ferris said. Um, there was this one relationship that I was in. Oof. <laughs> Fair, I, I told you about this one, but mm-hmm. it was just not, we just weren't right for each other. And I was just in a place where it was the same thing that I was talking about before, where like, I didn't care at that point about my own needs and everything. I just wanted to make sure the other person was happy. And that led to a lot of really bad things. But, um, and Farrah was there for a lot of it. Oh, yeah. During it, I was emotionally destroyed completely like this girl wrecked me on the inside but i can't i can't hate her and i can't have these any bad feelings towards her because this is one thing that she did that was great um there was one night where we were together and 
<laughs> I think it's funny that a lot of people think that I'm gay. <laughs> even Richard. Richard thought I was it's gay. True. I'm not even going to say nothing. But, but yes. Richard <laughs> thought I was gay. A lot of people think I'm gay. And oh, then I'm God. talking. It's just his soft demeanor. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's his soft demeanor. That's I'm talking. Nice. I'm talking to my girlfriend at the time. And it was funny because when I went over to her house, her sister was like, yo, you know he's gay, right? And then she was like, bro, that man is not gay. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, that man is not gay. But um, I told her, I was just like, I don't know why so many people think I'm gay. Like, sometimes it's a little frustrating. Like, people just assume this thing about me when it's not true. And she looks at me, and I just, for a moment, her eyes just light up. And I'm looking at her like, what is she about to say? And then she just looks at me, and she's like, you know, People think you're gay because you're just so pretty. You're just so handsome and good looking. And a lot of people are just really jealous of the way you look. And I was just like, whoa. For a really long time, I was really insecure about everything, everything. But I've never really felt like, you know, I'm going to flex a little bit. Like, I've I've pulled some pretty girls before. But, you know, I've never really felt good about myself that way. (laughs) I've never really felt good about myself in that way until she said that. Mm. And that was the first time anybody's ever complimented me in that way that I felt Mm. it and I genuinely believed it. So, you know, ultimately like we break up, I go through my whole thing and it eventually like that brought me, the mistake first of all was just diving into something super deep with her immediately without getting to know her. But ultimately that led me to feel better about myself and it brought me closer to God. If you had three years left, what would you change about your life now? Wait, you just asked another part. Didn't you just ask that question? No. You just asked that question? I did not. Mm -mm. What mistake? Yeah, that was. You made. You asked that. Wait, am I supposed to ask one? Oh, my bad, my bad. Jumping the gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how does your relationship with your family affect your relationship with others? I'm so glad I don't have to answer that. Dang, how honest do you guys want me to be? But how honest do you want me to be? Though? Like, honest as possible. This is the stranger edition. Oh, I don't know who you are, Explain bro. We both. Me. I love how yes. we both rinsed at the same like, time. Oh, like, why? That that got some death to it. Let me read it slowly for um, those who did not hear. Mm. How does your relate? And you know what? Please, with these questions, you know, answer them as you're listening to. How does your relationship with your family affect your relationship with? Others, Richard. <laughs> I'm going first. Yes. All right. So, oh my gosh. All right. So, I come from a family that's very disorientated. I love them to death. Please, if you listen to this, just know I love you. Because when I get back home, they might try to kill me. But um, <laughs> I love them to death. Like I, I do. I love them. I love my family, even though it has its worst times because mm-hmm. um, there's no such thing as bad in that family but when it happens it's worst times sometimes it has upsides now currently you know i lost a lot of my family and a lot of us don't talk um so it's just me my mom my niece and my sister and for those of y'all who are listening y'all know that already um i mean for those of y'all who know me know that already so but um it plays a part because if you can't trust your family who can you trust the thing that's supposed to be blood that that birthed you that that uh, grew up with you that raised you and you can't trust them the the people that the people that that hug and kissed you that that 
then grew you up into the man or woman that you are that talk about you behind your back the trust is such a big thing for me now it's it's very hard for me to trust friends and people that i meet mm -hmm. and i have to put on this code switch just to make people feel like everything's okay with me but in reality i don't trust you mm. i don't give you the time of day everything that you say to me it goes in one ear and out the other unless you prove it to me mm. um it affects it affects my relationship with others because you know in 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 order to be in a relationship with anybody friends or whatever the case may be you have to trust has to be the foundation if i can't trust what you're saying then everything that you say to me is a lie mm. And I'm not listening to people that lie to me. I didn't have that in my family. So why are you going to, why would I listen to someone that will, you know what I mean? So it plays a big part in me because I, it's hard for me to trust people. Woo. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> right, go ahead. Yikes. Heard. <laughs> Oh words! Oh words! Damn! <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Oh. Oh. Okay, so do you need the question I read to you? Or you got it. I I think I got it. Okay. I'll read it again just in case. All right, all right. How does your relationship with your family affect your relationships with others? So, mm -hmm. so okay. As I stated previously, I'm a very emotional person, and I've I've known that all my life. But you would think that because I'm such an emotional person that I come from a family who's also really emotional, but they're not. A lot of my family, like my immediate family, the one that I was raised with, are really dry. I don't want to say dry. That's not the right word. It's they're not capable or they don't understand how to empathize as deeply or be compassionate towards others like I can. Right. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand how to give that emotional support and they might try, but it doesn't work out. You know what I mean? So, you know, growing up, I would talk to certain family members when I'd be going through a super hard time or something and I'd be bawling out in tears, just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so sad. Like, you know, pretty much the only people in my life that I've had ever. Right. And I distinctly remember conversations with them like, bro, just get over it. Mm. stop being such a drama queen so, mm. you know what i mean and that sprung a lot of insecurity that was part of why i was really insecure was because i was like wow like i push people away because of my own feelings you know mm. what i mean and i can't control the way i feel about things wow so that definitely has led me to seek validation and emotional support from other people because i definitely wasn't getting it at home and that's led me to a lot of really bad relationships but it's also led me now to be able to like sort of know not what what not to do with other people and also what to do with other people and now i feel like i'm showing my family how to be more empathetic mm. you know nice I like and there's this you know um specifically you know i was raised by my mom by myself or by herself basically on and off not on and off like we would move in and out with my dad every six months for a really long time. But, you know, I was really angry towards my mom a lot of the time because my mom was definitely one of these people that was just like, bro, just get over it. Stop being such a drama queen. Right. right? Wow. Um, wow. So, you know, I carried so much anger for so long. And then I realized, like, I asked, wow. like, why 
<laughs> I, I don't like to admit it, but I'd ask like, why did I have to be her son? Why couldn't uh, I have a better mom at maybe. some point? Not a better mom, you know what I mean? Yeah. But somebody told me this a long time ago and it stuck with me. It was like, you are there because your mom needs you, yeah. not the other way around. Right. And I was just like, wow. Like, and I think about that so much, like where, you know, first of all, like where I would be in my life if it wasn't for my mom, I don't know. Right. Even now, like I rely on her so much and I appreciate everything that she's done for me. But I also think about like the times when I was growing up and I saw my mom go through like depression and everything like that. And I think, wow, where would my mom be if I wasn't there? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's such a deep, that, that was deep because um, I think it was you, Richard, who was talking about it, um, about how uh, a mother's voice, like a woman's voice in a man's life is yeah. so vital mm -hmm. and it carries so much weight. So when she says that, like, oh, you know, grow up, be a man kind of thing, mm -hmm. it makes you like feel like you shouldn't feel and you shouldn't want to feel. I'm telling you right now, if you listen to this podcast and you are a guy, please feel your feelings and your feelings are valid because what's going to happen is you're going to pour out the wrong emotion at the wrong time mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to know how to deal with it because you were told as a little boy to not cry, suck it up. No, don't cry. Richard. He's like rubbing his beard. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but cry, feel your feelings because you're human. You're not only, a, you're not a just a man, you're a human being. So you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to cry, you're allowed to have those emotions and everything is valid. And here's the thing, here's the thing that people, you know, there's a lot of people that say feel your feelings and everything like that. This is what they don't tell you. Your feelings are there whether you like it or not. They're gonna come. And there, if you try to just bottle it up or not feel it, there's gonna be a point where you break down and Period. everything comes out. The ticket time bomb, Richard. I feel like I was just gonna say, I feel like they talking to me. <laughs> no, but but on the serious note, like I've definitely had those moments before, you know, mm. and it's an awful feeling when everything just hits you all, all at, at once and it's a crisis. It's yeah. literally a crisis. That's, that's what literally led me to start this healing journey because it happened like that. I was sitting there talking to my sister and it happened just like that. It all came out at one time and I was like, what the freak just happened? I don't want to feel that again. I don't want to go through that again, but I got to fix this because it's just, it's a lot. So. Go ahead. Are you like oh, oh yeah, and like piggybacking off the family thing, like if you're dealing with someone that has insecurities and, and other things to that nature, you have to have a clear view of where it started. Mm -hmm. It started when they was younger. Yeah. They can't. They can't. Oh, they they don't never accept my com uh, my compliments and stuff. Mm -hmm. They need a breakthrough because they've been dealing with this since they was children. Mm -hmm. So, um, like little stuff. Um, I heard a story once the lady was saying because uh, she's married and she was telling me how um, during Christmas uh, her husband never wanted to decorate and stuff like that. And I said, have you ever like asked him, like ask him, like, why, why doesn't he want to decorate? And um, it came out and he said, oh, as a, as a child, you know, my mom never wanted me to. So I never I never did it. I never found the passion to do it because it was just another holiday. So you just you never know what someone's dealing with or holding on to. Mm -hmm. So just try to be considerate and understand, like, it's not them. It's what they were raised to do. Exactly. And the thing that you're raised to do is harder to break when you're by yourself, yep. when you have no one to understand. Yep. So just take that into consideration. Yep. 
up. Okay, so we're gonna end the game here really quickly. So we can pass the cards that y'all have left over. Um, but I do because I want to segue to something else. But um, I, everything that was said was very good. Um, but I want to say this basically what Richard was about, about the it happening in your childhood. It, it, a lot of people had traumatic childhoods. A lot of people went through some stuff, and everybody experiences because you could have experienced something. Somebody experienced like, man, that didn't bother me like that, right? But everybody experiences things differently mm-hmm. because we all see life differently. So, um, for example, without they were just getting <laughs> stop, stop, <laughs> they're getting snacks. Um, <laughs> for example, like when I first was talking to my family about me getting bullied, my brother was like, I got bullied, like, and I didn't want to, you know, commit suicide. I, you know. I never seen it that way. I just thought, you know, we I cracked I, I I cracked back. You know, I learned jokes and I made fun of them back. Um, and I'm just like, but I can't do that. Um, I don't see life like that. I see life as, you know, you be I'm nice to you, be nice back. Mm-hmm. That's how because that's how mom raised me. She didn't raise me to make fun of people. She made me, she raised me to pay attention to other people. That's how she raised us to you know to be kind to people and to listen to other people and realize that everybody's going through something. So when you go to school and you get made fun of and all you're doing is being nice, you, you realize you feel like you don't, you know, you don't belong. You don't want to be there anymore because you're like, then there's no point for me to be here. I don't fit in. You know what I'm saying? So in your childhood, it, there's a lot of building blocks, a lot of levels in your childhood that it's so vital and so important that you put that I'm talking to parents right now that you put the necessary, um, the necessary bricks down in order to build that child up. Okay, don't break. You will literally be the downfall downfall of your child mm-hmm. if you're not placing the necessary bricks down um, to build that child up. And I'm I'm an old youth pastor, so I've seen a lot of broken youth. And if if I'm like, where did that come from? My mom. Where did that come from? My dad. Where did that you know? Where did that come from? My cousin. You know what I mean? Like, why are you feeling depressed? You know, my mom said this to me. Okay, so why? Are, why how, how can I help you deal with that? Can you talk to my mom? Like. These are things that have been said to me. And I'm like, do these parents not know? Like, are you not paying attention? But then I go back and think, I talk to the parent and I'm like, hey, you know, this is, I just had this talk with your child. I feel like they're struggling in this area. And they're like, oh yeah, I know. But you know, I just want them to get over that. But wait, why? What, can I talk to you really quick? What have you been through in your childhood? Like, what went with, and when I start getting deep with them, that's when they start crying. That's when they're like, I can't parent my child because I was never parented correctly. And it's like, oh, okay. It goes deeper than that. But that's a whole nother podcast, y'all. We could talk about that another <laughs> time. But I want to say that because um, next month is love month. <laughs> 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 oh, God. That's perfect. Um, it's love month. <laughs> way into that part so the next month we're going to do a lot of um singleness um relationships advice and all that stuff i'm gonna have your friend mustafa 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 on i'm gonna have him on because i really want him to give us some advice about self-love and self-care and stuff like that he's really good in that area um so we'll have him on next month and also we'll be doing the love language test so we were just like itching to talk about love language and stuff so we're going to be doing that as well we're going to have a segment where we'll 
We're all going to do the love language test. We're going to bring our, our results in and we're going to talk about our results and how they mirror us or how they probably don't mirror us. And the love language test was wrong. Ooh, we're going to test the love language test. Um, I took it before. Richard, you said you took it before. Ray, have you taken a love language yeah. quiz? You do. So what's your love language right now? Um, I think it was acts of service or quality time. One quality of those two. Time. But I see quality time with you. Yeah. I feel like that. And, and words of affirmation. For sure. Because yeah. I'm just like, yo, you're pretty dope. And yeah. then that goes a long way for people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for you, but like for you personally. Oh, I like for me. For you personally, I think like for you it would be words of affirmation probably yeah yeah like that's I need to your retake thing. It yeah yeah so i know for me it was acts of service i love acts of service okay it's like you make me cry <laughs> <laughs> like that's straight like she's by me. the way she's hoping that if she cries enough richard will also I cry. To cry which won't happen <laughs> oh god all right richard and what was your love language i it been so long i don't even remember you don't remember no i don't remember but what do you think it would be um I don't know. No, what do you think it would be? Um, like words of affirmation. I don't know. Because I, I reject I reject that stuff. I reject words of okay, affirmation. Okay, what's the other one? There's quality time. Okay, it's quality, quality time, time, acts of service, acts physical service. touch. Physical touch is um one. I do like when I get like rubbed a little bit. Yo, okay, but like, you know when you're but in a I relationship. Don't like physical touch. You know when you're in a relationship and like a girl like Runs her fingers through your hair, or like, or like scratches your back a little it. bit. I got, I got. He got naps. So. I got. I don't know, man. I got good hair. He said I got good hair. You can run your fingers through my hair so with sweet. rings on, Bro. and it won't get so stuck. He saw like he saw like Cat Williams. <laughs> I got good hair. Get that good hair. With my mare of Vale haircut. <laughs> no, I don't know, um, because I reject the. Where's the affirmation? Mm-hmm. I reject gifts too. Yeah. I reject gifts. True. Um quality time is essential, but as soon as your attention directs somewhere else, I'm done. Um, mm-hmm. um what's the other one? I think the, the physical, physical touch, touch is the one because if you just come up to me and like put your hand on my back, I feel at peace. If I like mm-hmm. you. If I don't like you, then don't touch <laughs> me. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I we're gonna do it again. We're gonna definitely do those tests, those quizzes. Um, and bring our results in and go over them. I feel like that'll be a fun, fun episode. Um, mm-hmm. kind of digging deep into ourselves there and seeing what. And then also after I want us to practice for a week, our love language to ourselves, and then come back and talk about it. Oh, that's so cute, right? I know, cause we're all single, well, <laughs> so we can't practice it with no one else. How are you gonna do? But don't, don't, don't think about don't, it too hard. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Crown. That got me. Please don't practice physical touch on yourself. Uh, if you're, because the love languages go by percentage. So if physical touch is the first one, please go to the second um, one and practice that on yourself. <laughs> Richard's dying right now. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> no, no, no. You're funny all the time. <laughs> so that took me. We'll be doing that on the next episode um, next week. So, um, but we won't be here. We'll be in the studio. And um, 
God, Jesus. Just don't think about it too hard. Just don't think about it too hard, dude. Jesus. Okay, so, but um, thank you guys so much for sticking with us this long. I know this has been a little bit longer than the normal our normal podcast because we ain't paying for the time this time. <laughs> so we're not. We don't have a time limit. But um, but if you watched it all the way till now, then you yo, just got that hilarious clip. Exactly. <laughs> you are the GOAT for making it here. I love you so much, Butterflies. Um, thank you for riding with us this long, for rocking with us, um, because, you know, we're just a group of friends who just like to laugh about stupid stuff. Yeah, I listen. Like I love you guys. Yo, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, I love you guys more than I love this trail <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way, you know how you're trying to get him to cry? I'm trying to get you guys to eat this trail okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, but we'll see you guys on the next episode. And, you know, always for high butterflies. I love you guys so much. You guys have anything you want to say before we leave? Don't eat the beak. (laughs) Don't eat the beak. Don't eat the beak. And, oh, man, I usually have closing remarks. Like I said, I had no outline for this episode today. So, just that over the closing remark. Don't eat the beak. Don't eat the beak. Don't eat eat the the beak. beak. And remember that, you know, it's okay to feel, it's okay to experience life and hold it by the horns and Richard will cry. His face, <laughs> his mischievous face. We'll Richard, see. Richard will cry. Well, and they cry. will, they will eat this trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great one, guys. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Butterfly Diaries podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And follow us on all social media platforms at the Butterfly Diaries podcast. And don't forget, butterflies, always fly high.